Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. It is March and March is International Endometriosis Awareness Month. And I have actually, I have a history with endo. And today I'm going to share with you six things that I do to basically live endo-free. And I can't believe I'm even saying that because from someone who five years ago, if not a bit more, I was living daily, taking pain relief. I was in pain daily, couldn't get out of bed for a few days every month to now be living pretty well endo-free. That is a huge thing. So of course, a disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I am just sharing with you my personal experience of what has helped me. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. Your mental health is so important, but so is your gut health. And I think we take for granted just how important our gut really is. Did you know that 80% of serotonin is made in your gut? Serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes mood, enables brain cells to communicate with other cells throughout the body, supports your nervous system, impacts your entire body, improves sleep and digestion. Serotonin deficiency, on the other hand, looks like anxiety, depressed moods, insomnia, irritability, aggression, and even low self-esteem. A healthier gut equals a healthier, happier you. Click in the show notes for details and use the promo code for a discount. I honestly didn't realize that that I was endo-free or not experiencing any symptoms and pain. And I haven't had an endo flare since um, before my last baby was born. And it wasn't until the other day when someone was asking me because they are going through the process and I unfortunately say process because it is still on average around six to seven years from someone to first experience symptoms go to the doctor to say they're experiencing symptoms to actually get the diagnosis it is still seven years and that is way too long so I had a friend she's going through that process of seeing specialists and you know, getting told that it's just period pain, it's in your head, all those things that if you have endo or you know someone who does, 
um, than you know. And on that note, if you do know someone who has endo, make sure you share this episode with them. You can hit share right now where you are listening from. Share this episode with them and help them because I know that you know, when I was going through everything, there were all these people that told me the only, there's no cure, which is true, but the only thing that's going to help was having kids or getting a hysterectomy. But I want to, I want to get this out to as many women as, as I can to help them be able to get back their life. Because for, for me, that is how I felt. I felt like endo had robbed me from my life. I was tired constantly. I was in pain. I got to the stage where I had to reduce hours at my job because I kept using up all my sick leave. And so it's just, and to be told you are too sick to work, you have to reduce your hours. That's a really hard thing to hear. And so you I felt like I was robbed because I wasn't going to um, parties or girls' nights out or missing out on things because I was in bed in too much pain or zonked out on ridiculously strong medication. Anyway, back to the story. My friend is going through the process of seeing all the specialists and everything, and she was asking me how I was currently dealing with it. And I realized that I haven't had my youngest daughter is now one and I haven't had any problems since she was born. I haven't had any issues. And after my son, my symptoms came back within like 10 weeks. After my daughter, I think it was a few months. But I am a completely different person. I have a completely different lifestyle and that is what I attest to for helping my body get over this endo. So what are the six things that I am doing to live endo free? And the first one is I got off the pill. Now this one, I did this one as the first one because it is the biggest. And if you haven't already, make sure you go back and listen to, I've done two episodes, one with Rosie Nerney that was a part one and part two, and one with Shay Payne. I think that was also broken up into two parts as well. But in in both those episodes, we talk about hormones and what the pill is actually doing to your body. And the reason why women with symptoms of endo or any kind of period-alike or cycle-alike symptoms get shoved on the pill is because it is a band-aid fix it is a band-aid put the band-aid on to cover all the symptoms don't deal with the root cause let's just shut down your hormones and so when I was 17 and I first got shoved on the pill I thought okay well that must be what's best I had no idea of the repercussions no idea of the side effects no idea of what it was actually doing to my body. The first thing uh, that I wanted to share with you was that I got off the contraceptive pill and I am going to do whatever I can to keep my girls off that, off that pill. 
So it took a few months for my body to actually, I feel like it was quite a few months. They say three, but I feel like it was definitely more than three for my body to detox and start to regulate and figure out its cycle and figure out its thing. And this is the thing in the episode with Rosie, she was saying, you know, it takes about three years for your body to do that, to figure out its cycle. And so if we are shoving girls on the pill while they are in that at all, but particularly while they are in that first three years, we are going to have to do so much more work to get their hormones to a good foundational level later. So getting off the pill and in that, then allowing my body to work out its cycle, to figure out its cycle. And I am for the first time in my life right now, I have a 28-day cycle. My cycle lasts four days. It is not heavy. It is not painful. I have never not had a painful period. And If you are a guy listening to this, good on you. (laughs) Side note, because I know that some do. But anyway, um, I have never not had pain. I have never not had at least one or two days where I am in bed, unable to get out without ridiculously strong medication. So it is possible. But allowing, being aware of our cycles and not having it as this taboo, you know, it's still not, I, I don't love getting, having period week and getting myself from bleeding it. Like, yeah, I, I love what it's doing. I love that my body does that, but you know, we, we need to take away the taboo-ness of, I don't even know that's a word, but you know you know me, making up words, of our cycles and letting your body, allowing your body to figure itself out because it will. And all these other things are going to help and will contribute to your body doing that and figuring it out and getting a regular cycle. So the next thing I did, so number one was getting off the pill. Number two was cleaning up my diet. And so the diet that I really follow is an anti-inflammatory diet. So because endo is inflammation-based, that's what the current, that we there is so much unknown with endo. And that is what is so hard as someone, I'm so glad that now, 10 years later, there is so much more knowledge and research going into it now. But 10 years ago, there was nothing. People didn't even know what endo was. Doctors didn't even know what it was. You had to go to a specialist who knew about it and they didn't even have many answers for you. Anyway, but what we do know is inflammation plays a huge role in experiencing endo and the symptoms that come alongside it. So having an anti-inflammatory based diet for me has helped amazingly. So I avoid, I haven't totally cut out dairy and gluten, but I avoid them as much as I can. 
So I still have them in little bits and pieces like tomorrow I'm having a girl's day with some friends and we're having a cheese board. So I'll have a little bit of dairy then, but I avoid it as much as I can. I pretty well have eliminated processed sugar. Um, I don't have any, I don't eat any eggs, which works out well for me because I don't like them anyway. So, um, but I don't eat eggs because that can actually cause further inflammation for my gut. Um, and this, the thing with these though, is even doing an anti-inflammatory based diet, you might find that you need to absolutely completely cut out dairy or completely cut out gluten. For me, I can, my body can handle. And I did for a while, I did cut out so much. I basically for three months before when my second child, my eldest daughter was born, I for three months ate as plant-based as I could. I completely cut out meat. Um, except the occasional time where we went to a friend's house for dinner and that's what they served. Um, I was happy to eat it then, but I pretty well ate plant-based raw for three months just to help my body because I um, that was when I had to go through medical menopause due to endo. But anyway, uh, after stopping that, I decided that I needed to detox and reset my body. So that is when I ate as plant-based as I could for three months and then slowly introduced things back to see what, and that was when um, I found out that eggs is something that my body can't handle. Anyway, other things to avoid are um, really processed um, trans fats and caffeine alcohol. Um, so if I do eat meat, I do eat meat now, but I get organic chicken or um, I get, what is the beef? Free range, hormone free beef. Um, and I get it direct from farmers. So I know exactly there's no middleman between where we get our meat from, which I love because I love supporting local farmers too. So that was the second thing, cleaning up the diet. The third thing was that I stopped using perfume, aka the chemical cocktail that is called fragrance. Fragrance is the, it is a huge rabbit hole. And if you have not watched the Stink movie yet, I highly, highly recommend that you do. Pretty sure you can watch it on YouTube or on their website. And it delves deep into the world of fragrance. And basically companies can use whatever they want, whatever cocktail of chemicals, and that's why I call it a chemical cocktail, whatever concoction of chemicals they want, they can put in uh, and label it fragrance and not have to disclose it as proprietary information. It's our, it's our company trade secret. So we don't have to tell you what is in there. But upon testing, it was discovered that it was like over 70% of the ingredients used in fragrances were phthalates that are endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors 
disrupt your hormones and your reproductive system. And where are we spraying perfume? And I will talk about this until I go blue in the face, until I die. We spray perfume on our thyroid, on our breast tissue, even just on our skin. It gets absorbed into our skin and goes into our bloodstream. And even if you are still someone who says, well, I just sprayed on my clothes, so it's not affecting me, you are still smelling it. It is still going into your body, into your olfactory system, sending messages around your body. So if you are still using perfume, please, 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 please stop. There are so many good alternatives now. You can use oils, which is so good because you are just getting plant goodness. You are getting side benefits, not side effects. You can also now get natural um, body mists and body sprays that you can use as well to stop using perfume. And then to go on from that, number four was I have swapped out our entire house. So now we only have clean products because it's one thing for me to eat really well. But if I am then still using perfume and still using toxic laundry powder and toxic dishwashing powder and washing my face in a wash that contains harmful chemicals. It's all well and good that I'm eating well, but my body is still absorbing and having to detox. And this is what is causing the inflammation. My body's still having to deal with all that, that toxic load. And that's why we talk about the idea of reducing our toxic load because, yeah, it just might be, oh, well, what I brush my teeth with doesn't really matter. Oh, what I wash my hair with doesn't really matter. Oh, what I wash my face with doesn't really matter. What I wash my clothes in doesn't really matter. What I wash my dishes in doesn't really matter. But it all adds up. It's all a little bit, little bit, little bit. And that is what contributes to our toxic load, which is what causes inflammation and stress on our body because it's trying to detox and get rid of all this. And so our body goes into overdrive. So using clean products, getting rid of as much of the harmful chemicals in our home as we can. And I love, I love looking around. And even when I was having that conversation with a friend and I realized, wow, I'm, I'm a totally different person in a good way. I am living a totally different life and I love it. I love that I'm able to run around and play with my kids and not get tired or crampy. I, I love that I don't have to stress about if my period comes because I'm going to have to be in bed with a migraine or I love that. And I, I love that I was able to do that, that I empowered myself to make these changes because these things, these are all things that I control. I control whether or not I take the pill. I control what food I buy at the grocery store and what I put into my mouth. I control if I spray perfume or use oils instead. I control what products I bring into my home. And to see the benefits of what 
of what living this low-tox lifestyle has been, it's amazing. And I would do it just to not have the pain each month. But then to see all the other effects, it's like a domino, just all the goodness of the effects of not having headaches, not having a foggy brain, having energy, sleeping really well, having clear skin, not having PMS. It is so worth making these changes just little by little. And then to now be on the other side is amazing. Okay, so we've done the first four. Now, number five was learning how to cope with stress. Because it's one thing for the doctors, and I know they say this, when you are trying to have a baby and it is not working and you are not falling pregnant and the doctor or even anyone says, oh, you just need to stop stop stressing. But I'm sorry, life is stressful. Life is stressful usually, normal. Our normal baseline right now is stressed. And I know it doesn't have to be. And But the thing is, is that you only have to look on social media, watch the news, if you still watch the news, hear about what happened on the news from another person, go to work, try and do all the things as a mum and as a wife, let alone be trying to fall pregnant, trying to conceive and it not working or dealing with chronic pain every day. That is stressful. So learning to cope with stress has been huge for me. And so for me, the things that have really worked is to do gratitude and gratitude journaling, to do mindfulness, even to the point of um, when I was having endo flares and experiencing that pain, I would in that moment try and be mindful about that pain. Okay, where is that pain? And this is what my psychologist told me. Where is that pain? Okay, locate it in your body. What color is that pain? What shape is that pain? And when you do that, you become mindful of it and it seems to bring you back down. Rather than getting all tense and tight, then your body is just, you're just increasing the stress, increasing your body, trying to deal with the problem, which is just making more and more of a problem. But learning how to cope with the stress and for me that has just been learning to let things go learning to not fret and worry about the small things and then number six has been to supplement so because endo is a lot of it is inflammation based caused root cause the root cause of it is inflammation for most of the time uh supporting your gut is everything and now you can go to a naturopath and um, they'll be able to help you 
more specifically, but I'm just going to go through a few things that are just general, general things. The first thing is a probiotic. So I take, and I'm actually going to link it in the show notes because this has been amazing. I take a pro, pre and postbiotic. So it's a three in one, it's called Trebiotic. And it is all about helping your gut set up the good foundations and function how it is meant to. So it's all about getting the goodness of the good bacteria and the goodness of the gut to work effectively and efficiently and do what it's meant to do. So I take that. I have uh, digestive enzymes to help my body digest. Um, and then three others, uh, magnesium, zinc, and NAC. So NAC is a natural anti-inflammatory that you can get, I believe you can only get it from your naturopath. Um, there may be some places you can get it online now. But they are five supplements that I take that have really helped my body to function well because yeah you don't have to supplement but you're just then functioning on survival level I want my body to thrive and now that I am seeing the benefits of it I I want my body to stay at this level I don't want to go back to being in pain being in bed having migraines the yuck feeling like I've been robbed of enjoying life because of having endo and then I just wanted to share a bonus one if you have not heard of a castor oil pack uh, they are absolutely incredible for people for women with endo because they help increase your circulation it helps promote the detoxification so as I said if you are if you have built up this big toxic load, so if you are not yet, you're not yet off the pill, you're still using perfume, you're still not eating clean, you're not using clean products, that's fine. Let's get started. Where can I help start you on your journey? But as you go on that journey, your body is going to detox. And so doing a castor oil pack helps promote that detoxification process. It helps to break down the adhesions and the inflammation and also helps to boost your immune system, reduces pain, all the goodness. So doing a castor oil pack has been, and at first when my naturopath told me, I was like, okay, that sounds weird. Uh, but you get a tablespoon of castor oil, and I supercharge mine by adding clary sage, lavender, and cypress essential oils. Uh, and then you apply it over your lower abdomen and then cover with a warm compress for about 30 minutes. And that has been amazing. And so that's just a little, a little bonus one for you. So let's run through them again. Six things that I am currently doing and uh, symptom free 
is number one, I got off the contraceptive pill. Number two, I cleaned up my diet to be more anti-inflammatory based. Three, I stopped using perfume, aka fragrance and that chemical cocktail. Number four, I switched our products in our home to be clean label. Number five, I learned how to cope with stress. And number six, I supplement to really make sure that my body is thriving. So I hope that that has helped you. And if you do know someone who has period pain or any issues with their cycle, or they do have endo or even PCOS or um, adenomyosis or any of those kinds of things, make sure you send this on to them. Make sure you send send this episode because it might it might help them. Even one of those things might help them. So I love you. I pray that this blessed you. And if it did, if you do have endo, make sure you hop over to Instagram, send me a message at wholesome mama. Let's chat. Let's share share stories and what is helping you if there's something else that you feel like I've missed that is helping you let's share them and let's help each other as well so have a beautiful day and I will be with you again next week thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the wholesome mama show I pray that you're blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode I would love for you to take a moment leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, the Wholesome Mama community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.